it just doesn't work without music. It's very, uh, I don't know. I feel like we're missing a pizzazz. It's okay. You can do, you can do a tight chi for the next episode and you can sing us in. Ah, I don't even, I can't even. He has such a beautiful voice of an angel. <laughs> voice of an angel. And he's fucking pretty fucking good in the ring as well, man. That, wow. that mattress sonata. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, welcome to uh, Fightful Overbook. Uh, overbooked. What's wrong with me? Um, <laughs> we're, going, we're, we're creating our own website. I had a very exciting Sunday yesterday. So uh, <laughs> I got to, I worked and then I got to enjoy most of the football. Uh, and it was full of uh, adult beverages and pizza pie. So you're feeling uh, the effects now. No, I feel pretty good. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm a tit. I don't know. What <laughs> well, it's no. fightful overbooked uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Bread Club, Kieran from Wrestling, myself, Matt from the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. We're back uh, to talk all things New Japan Pro Wrestling and preview the November 5th Battle Autumn show. Now, Kieran, as we were wrapping up uh, episode eight, <laughs> yeah. uh, the news uh. that, that Carl Anderson was uh, and Luke Gallows were possibly on their way back to the WWE. And then that very night, four hours later after we finished recording, maybe the good brother showed up <laughs> on WWE TV. Uh, and since then it has been, it's like a roller coaster at your favorite amusement park. Or is it a roller coaster at your least favorite amusement park? I hate roller coasters. They scare the shit out of me. So when I get on a roller coaster, I usually curse the person I'm with the whole ride. And then like someone with like an eight-year-old in front of me is like, was that necessary? And I'm like, I'm up to <laughs> Your eight-year-old is braver than me. I don't know why I ever agree to go on roller coasters. But man, it is it's weird. Nuts. It is a, a weird clusterfuck like you know is it a work is it a shoot what's going on is he going to be in osaka he's in saudi arabia there's videos there's tweets from the president i i i think my opinion's uh more on the negative side what about you oh man i was <laughs> i've been very high on this i think the idea because this is a this is a triple h wwe vehicle now and i feel mm-hmm. like he is not he can't right the wrongs of Vince McMahon and what the and and Nick Con, uh, not Nick Khan and John Laurinaitis and Kevin Dunn and everybody else that has fucked people's lives up for the last fifteen years. Uh, not saying WWE does all bad stuff, but you know they've made some pretty questionable decisions in the past. But I think when this first happened two weeks ago, I thought this is a great sign, and I think everybody wins if Carl Anderson is working for the WWE and he shows up to fulfill his, his agreements to work for new Japan pro wrestling. Um, and from all indications, that's what we were going to get until they announced this match at, uh, crown jewel, which is the same day as battle. Mm-hmm. Autumn, and Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows double down with their, uh, Instagram video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where he essentially says he's double booked and he won't be defending his title because he doesn't do anything unless he gets paid. Mm-hmm. Paraphrasing. The lights are bright. Which, to be fair, bright lights is a good gimmick for like it fits him to a T. <laughs> um, I thought when he said that, then I thought, well, that's got to be Wrestle Kingdom, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what. So I was always of the opinion, you know, 
before this WWE shit. Obviously, Carl Anson beats Hikaleo. They do Tamatonga Carl Anson at Wrestle Kingdom again. Tamatonga gets his title back. Big moment in the Tokyo Dome. You know, he deserves that because he's been on such a tremendous run as a singles wrestler. Everyone's happy. Carl gets a little run with a title, brings in some eyes from WWE fans, AEW fans, all that jazz. Now it's it's such a clusterfuck. Like, there's no way he's not doing Saudi Arabia, right? Like, there's <sighs> but there's still New Japan are specifically saying they're still that in their eyes the match is still going ahead in Osaka. Uh Obari, the New Japan president put out a tweet saying he expects everyone who's advertised for the card to be on the card especially the champions um but obviously like i'm just I, i'm not a fan I'm, I'm a fan of the fact that when it first happened obviously there's some type of at least agreement between wwe and carl and new japan that okay we want carl back now we understand he's your champion we're cool with that we'll let him do what he needs to do to run out of cl- to finish up with you guys but we want him now like that's a big step from wwe to allow something like that you know, agree. Agree. So that, that's awesome. But then since then, it's kind of gone downhill for me because now it's like this muddy bullshit of is it, is it a work? Is it a shoot? Maybe it started as a shoot and now it's definitely a work because of the video he put out with Luke Gallows and stuff. But I don't, I, I'm not a fan. Of, like he's obviously, I think he's now just going to hold the title hostage until Wrestle Kingdom. But then like poor, poor Hikaleo like misses out on this big, this big match. Yeah, uh, and Hikaleo's been pretty vocal. I mean, he's worked it into his post-match yeah. uh, comments. The um, other thing, if if you recall, Carl um, Anderson had a huge problem when he was with the WWE about going to Saudi Arabia. Uh, right? Money, he was there and he, they got held up, right? Money talks, doesn't it? Clearly, fucking hell. Like, everyone's got, everyone goes to Saudi Arabia at some point, even Sean fucking Michael. So. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, it, it's it's definitely uh, it, it's all like you know. I'm seeing lot. Obviously, it's funny to take the Pearson meme and stuff because yeah, he did put out like I'm never going back. Like you know, people were finding the old tweets and stuff like that. Like it's fun to have a laugh and a joke and everything. But if anyone's being serious, like if you got a dump truck of money pulled up to your house to go and do a day day's work where you got flown to Saudi Arabia, you had to wrestle for 15 minutes, and you made hundreds of thousands of dollars, like fuck yeah, you know, I. He he made the joke of he wants that he if he needs the second pool he'll go back and he evidently wants another pool. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting and look I mean maybe it is all you know even even getting the president to come out and be upset like if it all leads to him defending the title at Wrestle Kingdom, mm-hmm. I mean Carl Anderson has a way with the the internet where he could definitely work up some people into a froth to the point that maybe. They end up, you know, helping out New Japan and ordering, uh, you know, this Wrestle Kingdom uh, at the beginning of next year in January just to see, you know, a WWE contracted wrestler work uh, Wrestle Kingdom, which would be something I didn't think we'd ever be talking about in 2022 and 2023. No, it is. It, that, for that, it's cool. It's just. Yeah, like like I said, at first it was really cool because, yeah, like he's going to get to work his dates. I don't think anyone thought he was ever going to be done. Even when that happened, that he would then necessarily drop the title to Hikaleo and he'd bugger off, that there was always going to be a bit more to it. And Wrestle Kingdom's the obvious end point for this story. And that's really cool. But yeah, I just, the way it's all been handled as such, like, I'm not a fan of this Osaka stuff. Like, is the match not going to happen because he's in Saudi Arabia, but they're still going to advertise it? Like, I am very curious, though, I have to say, to how they're going to handle it on the day if they don't, if they go ahead with the match, they're going to keep on saying the match is going to happen. 
like on the day does Hikileo make his entrance then Carl Anson's music plays and he doesn't come out and then they just you know someone else walks out in his place takes his spot Hikileo wrestles someone else I'm, I am interested how they're going to play it on the day yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be something to look forward to on November fifth. Uh, I think New Japan does a pretty good job too of of if there is a change. You know, we saw it with with Kushida and his his foot and mouth disease. Um, they kind of you know they they wait till the last possible second uh, when someone pops a COVID test or someone's sick. Uh, they're pretty proactive in taking them off and replacing them and changing the yeah. card around. So, mm-hmm. so I I don't. I would hate that to see see Battle Autumn Day arrive and and that scenario that you just played out happen because that that'd be like I know it'd be it'd be for what a couple more people to click over you know like he can't be he's not a magician he can't be two places at once I don't no. know what the time difference is between Saudi no, I don't think it's possible I think it's I don't know if the time difference is anything major but I think it's the, a long old flight like he could never do both um, I'm sure fans have done the math but i'm pretty confident he can't lie even if he was in the opening match of saudi arabia and then in the closing match of uh battle autumn i don't think it's it's anything that's possible but i mean at least you know when you look at the card so far it's the, the weakest match on the card yeah no i say so and it's pretty pretty stacked card um we're pretty uh we got some exciting things that we talked about uh aussie open's gonna be there so that's uh super exciting um the juniors are going to, the four that are squaring off in the Wrestle Kingdom four-way match will be in some sort of tag team match with each other. Yeah, the backstage comments are pretty funny about that. Um, Like, Hiromu just keeps on interrupting the other three's backstage comments and being like, oh, we should team up. And they were like, no, I don't want to team with you. This is a stupid idea. Like, we're going to be opponents at Wrestle Kingdom. Why did you make this idea up? No one wants to do this other than you. And then he like, you know, so he does that to Esparado and then he goes to Ishim- Ishimori the next day and Ishimori's like, no, go away. And then Desperado's like, no, go away the next day. Like, no one wants to team with him, but he's so eager to team with all of them. Um, it's it's interesting. Like, that's going to be quite fun. I, I, you know, since I've started watching New Japan, like, as my main promotion, they've never done anything like this, as far as I can remember. So it's going to be interesting to see how they played out in the match, you know, because that's if Desperado and Hiromu team up, but they're not going to necessarily want to tag each other in. They're going to be attacking each other as well as trying to win the match. You know, it, it should make for some fun interactions. Yeah, and uh, NJPW nineteen seventy two do ha- does at the moment have Despi and Hiromu as a team against Wado and Ishimori. Uh yeah, I, I, yeah, that. I mean, I, th- I think they're like drawing on the day or something like that. Oh, like, cool. All right. Yeah, like they don't know what the team are. It's just that there's going to be some type of combination. Um, is that is the whole thing? But yeah, it's that's why they've dubbed it the in- incredible tag match. <laughs> incredible tag match. Um. So we talked about it last last episode. We have our TV title. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I saw um, in the description, and I, I don't know if it's been made clear or how they would do this, but uh, obviously it's going to be a 15-minute time limit. There are no buys. If a match goes 15 minutes, decisions will be made via a coin toss. Aren't you just um, – just, I really hope they do a coin toss. Come on. When are we going to get to see a coin toss in the New Japan Professional Wrestling ring again? Uh, I would, I would be, I don't know how I would. Fi- All right, so let's just say, <laughs> right? I mean, right? this week in two days, 
Ishii and Ren Narita. They're going to go at it. First round matchup. They go 15 minutes. I'm so excited for that match, dude. And it's a fucking battle. And it's it's going to be a, it is going to be a battle. You're, oh, I'm so excited for that match, man. And then it comes down to a fucking coin flip. I mean, they, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to do an issue. They, they won't do that to the fans. It's a cheering crowd as well Wednesday for Ishii and Narita. Jesus. And it's Corico and Hall. Ah, that's got like match of the year contender all over it. Like fucking hell. Um, but yeah, no, like for Okan and Yano, I'd be okay with a coin flip. Like, you know, Yano just does everything he can to avoid Okan. He gets to a coin flip and then, you know, it's down to pot luck. Now, look, I am uh, against the coin flip uh, right in any situation. But as I was ex- as I was going through this going, oh, what if they go to a draw and they flip a coin? I guess it's like, you know, if Ren, let's say Ren Narita and Ishii go to a draw and Narita wins the coin flip and then he wins the tournament. Well, that big Tom's right there, right? He's like, you didn't beat me, buddy. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm up first. I, I guess it's a, I just don't want to see a coin flip. And you know what else? Was I super, thought we will. You know what else bothered me? They were like, this is going to be a tournament to highlight the faster, younger. <laughs> and then they announced the brackets. Yano. Evil. <laughs> Hiroki uh, Goto. And I love yeah. Hiroki Goto, but he's Kenta. not. He's not a young guy. They're not no, not young, not sprightly, not fast though. <laughs> like uh, like Ren Narita. Give me that's a... what, the fact that they did say that it's going to be Tyler, like, the younger talent, the fast, like you know, have a quick style and everything. Does make me think the Ren Narita is we're in with every chance of making the final, if not winning the whole, win it, becoming the inaugural champion. I think he's got a good. I mean, it's not an easy path. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to go, but. Well, maybe I don't know. He faces the winner of the Yano Great Okan match. Yeah, and, and unfortunately that could go away. But you hope Great Okan wins that one. I hope so. But they can really like you know they dependence you know so many young lions have come back and then they had these great returns like you know Master Watto is the only one that unfortunately didn't for the past few years because you know the obvious one is Jay White that comes in attacks Tanahashi and is in the Wrestle Kingdom match straight away. Um. You know, Hiromu had a big old return as well. He got teased as, you know, the, the time bomb for months. And we all thought it was fucking going to be Ryback because he had just left WWE. Jesus Christ. Thank thank God. I know. Um, You know, and there, there's obviously loads of other guys that have come back that, in the recent years that I'm not remembering. But Brenry is the guy, like, first one back from this batch that we are, like, all adamant are going to be fucking megastars. Like, they could all, in their own right, and also unique, you know, Renry, so Yuya, Shota, Suji, um, yeah, it's kind of. I, I think you know, dude. There's not. They called him the son of strong style, man. Like, there's all. They, they've got to be going in on Narita, and you know, there's no bigger thing for him to do than win this tournament. I hope not. Let's let's see what he's got set up here. So he is. So he's gonna face the semifinals. He's gonna face either Kenta or Sonata. Hmm. It's kind of like as well, yeah. So, you know, he does it, the son of strong style, you know, he's obviously like this looks literally like a second coming of Shibata. So, you do him versus Ishii, of course, they've got so much history over the never title. Do him versus Kenta again, the, the story writes itself there of him and Shibata. And then in the final, you do like Ren versus like Zack Sabre Jr. And again, so much history between Shibata and Sab- Zack Sabre Jr. And you've got Ren Narita like really just being. Shibata 2.0 in the best possible way, though. 
is uh this is me fantasy booking too much. No, I like it. I love it. I love it. That that left side of the bracket, do you think it's Zach Sabres to win? Uh I hope so. Like I if if you could pick any like, you know, if you could make your own final there for a Wrestle Kingdom match, I'm making Zack Sabre Jr. versus Ren Narita as the match I most want to see. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. I don't like I don't like the other half of it's it seems like it's all like the like we got Finley and Kanemura, which was nice. Zane and Zack Saber Jr. and then this like hot this weird like Haas like evil Hanare Cobb and Yoshihashi. And how is Yoshihashi? I, I can't. He's beating fucking Jeff Cobb. Are we yeah. serious here, people? No, it's okay. The way he won and everything as well. It was a great match, and um, Cobb has beaten him at every turn. So. When the guy gets that one win back every so often, you can't be too too upset. You setting your DVR for Yoshi Evil? <laughs> Jesus, I say you say that Yoshi Hashi has been like Evil's best opponent in this House of Torture stuff. Fucking don't get me started with the House of Torture. We won't get started on the House of Torture. Um, but yeah, no, uh, like a Battle Autumn as well. You still got the um, two other two other matches we didn't touch on. Uh, you got the Junior Tag Titles are on the line. Um, Titan and Bushi versus TJP and Francesco Akira. I think that's an interesting one, right? Because usually you put the title on the new fresh guy. Like they've done it with Francesco Akira and TJP. But did they drop it at the second defense to the new new team of Titan and Bushi? I hope not. I hope not as well. I'm not ready for for us to be dropping titles here already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would like it. A good run from TJP and Francesco Akira. I feel like they've got a little, they they got a spark and sizzle. There's really something about them in that tank division. Yeah, and I mean it. It lends credence to the United Empire too. Like we're the we're the never open uh, strong tag title champions, and we're the IWGP Junior and and mm. Osprey's the US t- champ. Like, come on! But 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 does Osprey leave Battle Autumn as the US champ? It's this one you cannot fucking call, man. This is that's uh, like it, it. It's it's so it can go either way. Like, and you, I wouldn't have complaints either way. I, I I like the idea of Osprey holding on to it and just like you know really solidifying the US title because it's been it ha, it's had a cursed couple of years between the pandemic and injuries and Moxley and Matt being bored of it so much that he has to yawn because he's fed up with the US title and I know too many. <laughs> Too old to be fucking staying up for eight, 19 hours. <laughs> but it's been like, I think it's been like a bunch of zero defenses and stuff like obviously Juice Robinson, Sonata won it and Sonata got injured. Juice Robinson won it and he had to, you know, he had um, an illness of some kind. And then, you know, Tanahashi won it, but he dropped it straight back. And now Osprey's had it and he's got a couple of defenses under his belt. I like Osprey having a solid run with this title, holding it for a good while, racking up some more defenses. But it's fucking Tetsuya Naito, man. Like Tetsuya Naito winning it and going into Wrestle Kingdom, you can't argue against that. I think it's a win-win on both fronts. You know, you can't go wrong. It's just who, who's next then? Like, what's the next chapter? And look, I'm with you on this. This I just pulled up the U.S. title uh, lineage. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega, first champion, one reign. Jay White, one reign. Juice, one reign. Cody, one reign. Uh, Juice gets it back. Uh, and he has a couple. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was reading this wrong because I'm an idiot. 
<laughs> uh, Juice, no defenses. Cody, no defenses. Moxley, no defenses because of the typhoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moxley in from 2020 uh, Wrestle Kingdom 14 to AEW Fighter Fest, he defended it five times, and that's the most the championship has ever been defended. Kenta, no defenses. Tanahashi, no defenses. Sonata, no defenses. Hurt. Tanahashi again, no defenses. Juice, no defenses. Defenses. Appendicitis. So Osprey's got two defenses. I think that was five no defenses in a row until we got to Osprey. You are correct, sir. Like, that's absurd. Like, that's why I, I, and Osprey as well, like, you know, he is the workhorse of New Japan, like, without a doubt, traveling the world and everything. He's kind of, it seems, he's missing this tour, taking a well deserved break. Um, but obviously, he's going to be back for Battle Autumn. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think we win either way. And like, I, I love their G1 match, uh, not as much as everyone else. I felt like they were still holding something back. I was like, this is great, but I know these go- two guys can do even better. Like, so I might, I, I imagine maybe they knew at the time. So they kept some stuff in their back pocket. But, and this is main eventing, surely, um, as well, because the, 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 U- uh, the IWGP World Heavyweight titles, of course, isn't on the line. So you've got Naito and Osprey in a main event in Osaka. Like, they're going to put on something special. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, November fifth is going to be going to be a, a hell a hell of an event. I've uh, got one for you actually, though, because oh, yeah. Aussie Open are advertised for that show, but they're not advertised as who they're facing, which is very bizarre. So you know, but nonetheless, nonetheless, this weekend, this weekend uh, in New York, they've got the couple of the couple of shows for Halloween. Uh, Aussie Open are defending their titles against uh, LA Dojo, Kevin Knight, and DKC. But most importantly, Motor City Machine Guns in a triple threat match. I could see Aussie Open dropping the titles. I don't really? I don't want them to, but it's a really odd trios match, right? It's a really odd triple threat tag team match. Like, why? I love Kevin Knight and the DKC, but it kind of seems like they're there for Motor City Machine Guns to maybe pick up the win over them. Aussie, Aussie Open don't get defeated. You know, they don't. They didn't lose the titles and stuff. They can go away to Japan and have fun and games and we finally get to see them in japan and you've got motor city machine guns as your tag champions like it's kind of win 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 but yeah i'm scared for aussie open this weekend so you know i see it i see it uh differently i see uh aussie open pinning the okc uh, dkc show dkc some respect matt dkc (laughs) i'm having a rough go over today Uh, Kevin, I'm seeing Aussie Open pin Kevin Knight and DKC, and then Motor City. Uh, bragging that they that Aussie Open beat them, and Motor City Machine Gun shows up for the tag league. Oh, or or even yeah, in fucking uh, uh, um, Autumn, yeah, faces them, then maybe gets the win, and then they all enter World Tag League. I like it. You need to get Gado on the phone. Please, can pit, I get pit, his phone number? Pit, pitch it to Gado. You got a lot of ins over there. You're always. <laughs> You're always, you're always hitting me with some gems, and I'm like, <laughs> fucking Kieran, man. Come on, you're Jay White knows who you are. He does know who I am, but Gado, uh, maybe Gado does. Maybe Gado's like this fucking silly prick posting all my gifts on social media. What a dickhead. Um, but no, I, I don't have Gado. I like that, though. I like your idea a lot better than what I think is going to happen. I'm excited. I, I actually uh, might be able, I, I won't be able to go into the city for this Friday night uh, because of my work schedule, but I should be able to get home in time to watch it. I might order it on fight 
It's good. It's a great card again. Like I don't know if the full card has been announced, but there, there's some uh... great the matches there are so far. Like you've got the return of Clark Connors, uh, you know, friend of wrestling, friend of Shining Wizards as well. Yeah. You guys had him on not long ago. Uh, he's making his return from injury, and he's taking on Minoru Suzuki. Um, huge singles match. It's like jump, jump! Don't even stick your feet in the water, bro. Just jump, jump in the deep. <laughs> yeah, and that's an interesting one though because it's his return from injury. So you want to, you know, get the hype. He gets the big win and stuff. But he is a junior, so unless he's, you know, taking a very sudden step up, or they're gonna have a junior pin Suzuki. He doesn't look like a junior. He's big, but like he's a huge person, but like short height. But he's built. Fucking, he's like ripped to shit, man. Yeah, he's five six, two oh two. I guess he yeah. is. I guess he would fall under the junior category. And then you've got um, Jingo versus ELP, KOPW. They're having what was the result? It's a street uh, fight. It's, New, York New York City street fight. Yeah, because uh, Shingo wanted to be a who's your daddy street fight. Oh, last daddy standing. <laughs> yeah, last daddy standing. Right? <laughs> uh, fuck it out. Um, Jayway's gonna beat the shit out of that big mouth fucking Eddie Kingston. Oh, you're gonna start. You're gonna wind up the AW fans are talking like that. Give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Me and Eddie <laughs> are like the same people. We both don't give a shit. <laughs> That's a good one as well. I love when New Japan do the tag matches where the pin guy isn't obvious. Like you know, usually you've got Gato's in a Bullet Club match, so you know he's taking the pin, and you've got Gideon Gray in United Empire. But then I love it when you do have the main events, and there's four guys, and they're all the main players. And the pin four isn't so obvious, and that's the case here because come on, you know who's getting pinned. Yeah, Okada, obviously. Um... No. <laughs> he's the he's the super free agent. You got yeah. I was about to say you do think Juice Robinson, right? Because he's kind of yeah. Um, but it's a, it, it's an interesting match all the same. It's it's a good card, and I mean that's only how many matches one two. We got four. Yo Yo and Rocky against Five. Sho and Yujiro. Yeah, um, I love Rocky, but I glanced over that one on purpose. <laughs> um, we got five matches, so there's more to be announced shortly. And they've got the the, month, the night before where it's all you don't know who's going to be there, and it's all a secret matches, which is exciting. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, New Japan pulls some uh, some some great gems out of the. Yeah, did I, did uh, they're gonna have a uh, Stardom Stardom women are gonna be yeah, they're Stardom yeah 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 you're right actually um. At the very least, like, a poster was shown and Mayu Iwatani was on it. Um, so, fucking so jealous. And, dude, you should fuck work off to go see Mayu Iwatani in person, dude. Just call in sick. I'll call in sick for you. I'll chip yeah. in to help you get there. Like, you shouldn't pass up the opportunity to see that woman live, man. I'm anxiously, eagerly awaiting for the day she hopefully comes to the UK again. Yeah, it's her and, uh, her and, her and Carrie, right? It's the finals. Her and Kyrie for the IWGP women's championship that's gonna fucking rule man like i've seen some of their old stuff but i really hope mayu wins like she is stardom you know like she totally embodies everything about stardom she's their ace i really want her to be the first champion um but it's like a match that stardom fans are excited for because Kyrie, like they're part of the freedom the three daughters of stardom along with io shirai um They've had bangers in the past. This is their first meeting, God knows how many years. They've been tag team partners, um, and yeah, it's like, and you know, obviously Kyrie. It's a, it's a, it's the smartest possible final, man, as well. Like, because you've got Kyrie's going to bring all everyone that's tuning in that's a New Japan fan like yourself will know Kyrie from WWE. People are going to tune in because of WWE as well, and then she's going up against the best women's wrestler in the world, Mayu Otani. Love that woman. 
That's, that's big stuff. That that card is shaping up, right? Yeah, they announced some stuff uh, a while back, didn't they? Like the pairings, like El Desperado is teaming. Yeah, Tom Lawler's doing something. Tom Lawler's with Shuri. I think it might be Tom Lawler and Shuri versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Julia. I might be wrong. Let's see. Zack Sabre Jr. Definitely... and Julia against Tom Lawler and Siri. Yep. Uh... Shuri. Yeah, that will, that's great. Tom Lawler's such uh... a fucking stardom fan, man. He loves it. Uh, Tanahashi and uh, Utama Hayashishita. Utami, Utami Hayashishita. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's um, okay, dude. <laughs> I, guess, uh, I guess I know. No, I look. I know nothing about the Stardom women. I know like the the women's wrestling. Like it's it's so far past me. If I could find time to catch up, I will. It's okay. I'm coming in with a save. Utami Hayashishita and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Mika and Hiroki Goto. You don't want me to butcher these people's names? It's a lot of <laughs> if fun. You, if you want to butcher them, go for it. Wow, well, Momo want, want, Watanabe, Starlight Kid, El Desperado, and Doki huh, against mm-hmm. Tai Chi, Kanemura, Tom Nakano, Tam. Yeah, Tam Nakano. Natsupi. Uh, Natsupi. <laughs> Natsupoi. <laughs> Natsupoi. Those really uh, cool be, that, that'd be fun. I should, yeah. When, when the stardom stuff's coming up, we should just like put pictures up and like the names and you have to try. Oh, pronounce I'm it properly. Crush it. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for that show, man. Like, it, it's, a, it's such a big deal. And that match in particular, like, that would sell me on its own if they hadn't announced anything else. Just the Kairu versus Mayu match. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's, um, November something? 20th? November 20th. Yep, yeah, you're right. Sunday, November 20th. Um, Sounds exciting. Yeah, no, that's gonna roll. Um, yeah. Uh, so basically, you, you make sure you call in sick Friday and send me pictures of my Friday. I'll do my best. I can't make any <laughs> promises. Um, on the TV tournament, I don't know how much you have or haven't watched uh, of the tournament so far, but the standout for me is like I mentioned it straight away at the top. Fucking Taichi and Sonata, man! Wow. Yeah. Did you see that, Matt? Yes, I've watched. Now, look, I'll be completely transparent. Uh, time is not on my side, so I skip all. I, I've only watched the tournament matches. So I've, mm-hmm. I saw Z- Zach and Alex, uh, Finley, Yoshi, uh, Yoshinobu, Yoshihashi, Jeff Cobb, Evil Lenare, Sonata Taichi, Hiroki Goto, Kenta. I'm all caught up on the tournament matches. Kenta Goto was pretty good as well. Like, yeah. Kenta, Kenta just pouring fucking blood by act, like, totally not by design. But no, Taichi Sonata is the clear standout, man. Like, we was recording, uh, I had it on in the background. We was recording into the Wrestleverse for Wrestlewin. Um, and fucking Toshiaki Kawada starts walking out and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I lost my, I couldn't believe that he was there. And then that was amazing because then for the match as well, I was like, Sonata's in his hometown, but Taichi's, trainer Toshiaki Kawada is on commentary like who the fuck's gonna win this and they just went full all Japan like let's just murder each other we'll pull out Tiger drivers we'll pull out Tiger suplexes we'll pull out uh, Akira Tawe's choke slam that I don't know how to say properly in Japanese it's got a proper name uh and yeah but the, I mean post-match Taichi challenged Kawada dude what are you doing I love I love Taichi voice of an angel He's, he he pulls out some fucking unbelievable matches. Um, this was this was like the perfect example. Like this match mm-hmm. with Sonata was great, dude. Even at fifty eight years old, I'm not fucking with Kawada. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. Can you imagine if he actually does come back for this one match with Taichi? Like that's Wrestle Kingdom all over it. Like 
I fucking like if if you've watched Kawada, I, I think I feel like it's impossible to not love him and like him and just appreciate him. He's fucking absolute one of the greatest. Um, but I can't believe Taichi was just Taichi was straight up like, "You're not officially retired, right? Like, why don't you fight me? Come on, you bastard!" Like, tai, Kawada used to slap Taichi around so much. It's quite funny. There's like lots of old vignettes and packages and stuff of Kawada just bullying Taichi when he was training him. But um, there's no way the match happens, but a boy can dream. You you seem very confident in that. I know Kawada's like not the same person he was. Like he's very, he's not skinny, but he bulked down, I suppose. Like, and he's in his older age. When was the last time he wrestled? Like, let me get up his cage match. If he was going to do it, I like the idea of him doing it for Taichi, considering obviously he trained Taichi. But but Kawada hasn't wrestled since August 2010. Yeah, that was a G1 card. He teamed with uh, Tiger Mask and Tenru to defeat Ricky Choshu, uh, Harada, and Akira Noga Nagami. Like, you know, 11 years, uh, 12 years even, Jesus, it's 2022 now. 12 years ago, the man hasn't wrestled. 12 years. He runs a little, like, he's got a little uh, restaurant he runs in Tokyo and stuff. Um, he, he seemingly, you know, he, he very seldom shows up for anything wrestling related these days, um, which is why it was so cool to see him show up to do commentary for us. But yeah, I, I, can't, I can't see that much happening, man. You don't think, you don't, 50 years, celebrating 50 years of New Japan Pro Wrestling? Kamada's got very little to do with New Japan. Like, he did beat Sasaki in was it the Tokyo Dome main event? He beat Sasaki and it was a non-title match. And then Kensuke Sasaki was like, "Okay, I got beaten by this outsider. I'm going to give up the title. I don't deserve this." Um, October 9th, two thousand, I think was that. Oh, maybe it's two thousand. Sounds about right. But yeah, Kawada's got very little to do with New Japan. Obviously, he was part of All Japan, and then he did was like one of the only two guys that didn't leave to join Noah when Mass Exodus happened. Right, um, but but the ties are back to Sonata. Uh, or, excuse me, Tai Chi. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and and I think New Japan does a great job of 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 giving us the history and telling the story. Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton do an unbelievable job on English commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it Wrestle Kingdom worthy? Yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Well, that brings us back to the conversation we had last episode. We're back to one night. What makes uh-huh. the cut now? Like. We were like, never open weight title. We thought Haikuleo was going to beat Carl Anderson at Battle Autumn. And then maybe this is like a main event on the road to, to Wrestle Kingdom, mm-hmm. um, you know, a couple weeks beforehand. But now, you know, if, if, the, if we're reading the tea leaves proper or if we're being worked into reading the, the tea leaves proper, <laughs> we would assume big light, bright lights, you know, this is a Wrestle Kingdom match. So I. J- one thing I've been wondering, do you think Muto mate, is going to be on the Wrestle Kingdom card? You know, he's retiring, he's doing his retirement, like they're doing a show in the Tokyo Dome based on his retirement, all through Pro Wrestling Noah, of course. Right. Tanahashi, Makabe, and Honma are teaming up to take on a Muto Noah team in a couple of days. Uh, I think maybe Sunday? Sunday. Um, yeah, so like Tanahashi's going to be in a Noah ring again, which is incredibly cool. Um, but yeah, do you think... New Japan have a match involved with Muto at Wrestle Kingdom? Man. Um, do you give him a spot in the Rumble? 
on the pre-show i mean yeah that's that could totally be done if if they even do the rumble because it's, again it's one night and you know they've done the KOPW shit before they've done like never six man like gauntlet and stuff like that but um i think it'd be more deserving of the pre-show rumble is the only thing like get him in a tag match of some kind you know liger had so many legends come back for his i'm sure there'd be many that would jump at the opportunity to step in the ring with muto one last time with him or against him yeah I... it's interesting because yeah he's obviously noah he's been Noah for a few years now and he's doing this big retirement tour with noah um that ends in the tokyo dome yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at that, uh, I was at, uh, the Grand Slam when he came back for AEW, which was fucking uh, awesome. fucking hell, man. His outfit that night was so cool. That was, that was fucking, that was super cool. That was a great, <sighs> great surprise. Man, I would have lost it. I don't, uh, yeah, I've never seen Muta, Muta or Muto in person, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it's, it's interesting. Obviously his legacy is mostly New Japan related. So whether he, you know, considering he's retiring and obviously new japan is sending tanahashi over to noah because it is keiji muto of all people does, does muto come back to a new japan ring one final time and if so you gotta think wrestle kingdom do you do like muda and and tanahashi in a tag team or is it Hell, like- yeah that'd be a dream like uh, tanahashi muto had a hand in training tanahashi as well and like tanahashi speaks very highly of like having to second Muto and stuff like that in the um the biography that Tanahashi does on the New Japan website that gets translated once a month. Um yeah, no, they've got such a rich history together. And obviously it was there was like a big pass in a torch moment at Wrestle Kingdom when Tanahashi beat Muto and everything and then it led into Tanahashi eventually passing them the torch to Okada and so on. Uh, look, I would love to see it. I just don't know you know where it fits, where you know how much yeah, it, it, Wrestle Kingdom is going to be super interesting. How much are we there is so much. Yeah, look, I think we talked about it on the Shining Wizards Monday, um, like the Never Openweight Championship. I just it falls. It's kind of on par with the U.S. title in terms of like no one ever has successful defenses, and it's like a hot potato. We went down the list. And it's like no defense, no defense, no defense, no defense. It's it's really fell off the past like year or two to never title it really has hasn't it like i'm trying to think in my head like where where it kind of fell off a cliff but certainly you know it kind of when tanahashi won it it kind of definitely changed the vibe of it because obviously Tanahashi's not that hoss fighter that we grew accustomed to it like the makabe and ishii started having these wars and then ishii and shibata started having these wars and even evil was involved in them wars as well like back when he was part of lrj he'd have amazing matches with shibata over the title um, but they really cemented it as this, this just, you know, the hard as fuck category. Um, and then Shingo and Suzuki battled over it and stuff like that. And then, yeah, I feel like Tanahashi got involved and I love Tanahashi, but it's not the belt for him. Jay White as well. Jay White won it. And that's not a title that suits Jay White. No, it's just, it seems like, like from, from go and, and look, it's only been around since 2012, mm-hmm. but it's like, you look back, it's like Makabe. No defenses. He had to vacate it because he was he had influenza. Big Tom beats Honma for it, uh, but then he has no defenses. And then we go a couple. Nagata wins it. No defenses. Then Evil wins it. No defenses. Shibata wins it again. No no defenses. Uh, Michael Elgin. Ugh, no defenses. <laughs> tai Chi, Goto, Abushi. That's all in a row. No defenses. It's like uh. 
That's a lot of no defenses. I did not realize it was that bad. Ah, either you look through the most uh, the most defenses. Suzuki April, uh, excuse me, Suzuki 2017 had four. Uh, Big Tom in 2014 had four, and Masato Tanaka, the the first ever champion, defended it four times. Yeah, it is. You know what? It's not the type of title like you know that suits necessarily. You don't expect someone to hold on to that title for very long and get all these crazy reigns because that seldom happens with like the mid card titles anyway. You kind of want that for your main title, like the Okada runs and Tanahashi runs and stuff like that, but. It seems to be a problem the New Japan have had of recent years, right? Of just just hot potatoing to an extent. Like the US title, Osprey's now trying to give it meaning, and no one's trying to do anything with a never title because it's fucking in Carl Anderson's house. I'm telling um, you, man, th- that's why the Tamatanga thing sticks in my craw. You just you need you need someone really, don't you, to just fucking stick with it and make it like Shingo really saved the IWGP World Title last year with his run after it being cursed. They put a, they put it on him and he fucking ran with it. And yeah. you know he basically carried the company last year. Shingo, like the tag titles, no one gave a fuck for a long time, and Dangerous Techers came along, and it was suddenly very exciting. You, the Never Title needs that person. It needs a savior almost. Yeah, just to just to like some perspective here, to, Toma here Ishii has had six reigns. Yeah, he's had the most and reigns out of anyone. Six defenses. <laughs> uh, That's God. crazy, man. It's not good, is it? It's not the best. Oh, so half an hour ago. Sorry, I'm being banned by my phone. Tommy Hirishi's coming back to Red Pro. Yeah. Nice. Good for you. Speaking of the devil. Um, more importantly, Zach Sabre Jr. is coming back for the first time since Valentine's Day 2020. It's very bizarre that I know that, but I have my reasons. We all have our reasons. That's why we're, we're like wrestling. Uh, <laughs> Wrestling nerds, historians, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been a uh, quiet couple of weeks in New Japan since we recorded Lost. Well, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we they've been doing the house shows. You know, I mm-hmm. know that this never six way, the never open weight titles were defended successfully last night or this morning or whenever the fuck they did the show with the fucking House of Torture. Yeah, I know they won. Um, but but you know, we're gonna get to Battle Autumn. They'll probably announce our. Our uh, World Tag League uh, participants. Hope so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes they don't. They World Tag League kind of gets the the short straw, doesn't it? And they're just like, yeah, we'll just put it up on the website and people can read this very long list. Um, but hopefully, because it's now back to normal and it's not joined with Best of the Super Juniors and stuff, and it's you know, and they're doing Super Junior Tag League as well, uh, co- like coinciding with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully, I. It's always fun, right, to get the big announcements, the big video graphics because then when the people pop up that you're not expecting you're like oh that's so cool instead of just reading a list and then it's like you know oh yeah they're there cool like it's exciting to get a graphic yeah and i think they're you know they gotta they're still cleaning and they're sanitizing the ring in the middle of the show so why not uh make it exciting for the fans right well technically begins november 21st and yeah so like two weeks after um two weeks after battle autumn finale in osaka so yeah, hopefully they announce it then. Do we? Uh, where you? Where do you fall on this uh, New Zealand New Japan show? Yeah, I haven't been like because I, I've not been paying the most attention to it. Like when the graphics have been announced in matches, like it's a lot, a lot of like Farley's Dojo guys going up against New Japan guys, isn't it? Um, 
and it's a big deal because you know Farley's had his dojo over there for forever. Like they've done the amazing documentary on New Japan World. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, like it's gonna. He's got basically got his own young lion system over there. So we're gonna get like our first real taste of seeing lots of these guys. Um, and there's no reason they're not gonna be spectacular like the rest of the young lions. Um, but again, it's the first. It's the the first of something. They're they're making this this uh, big push into that area i suppose aren't they um i don't want to give it the wrong name i can't even think of like what it's called but um what's yeah, that like uh, the event or new zealand like new zealand but like that area of the world has a name i feel like does it, and it yeah maybe i'm i'm sure i've seen it in their announcements and stuff um but yeah it's it's, it's very cool and obviously you know the more new japan across the world the better uh, Australasia. That sounds maybe right. Yes, it's New Zealand together with Australia is is a part of a region known as Australasia. Yeah. Um. That you, I hope that's right. Maybe I don't. Know. <laughs> I googled it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah, it's like it's New Japan guys versus the dojo guys. So you know, you got the guys you know against, and you get well, to I see mean, some new faces. What do we got? Kenta against Andrew Villalobos. Ishimori Bad Luck Folly against Aaron Solo, who we know from from AEW, mm-hmm. and Tony Kazina, who uh, he's I know he did some stuff with Ring of Honor back in the day. There's also uh, Jeff Cobb versus Michael Richards, who yeah. was I, f- I think he was in the Young Lion Cup a few years ago, a good a lot, many years ago. Um, like when they well they only they've only really done one Young Lion Cup in the past few years, so it must have been the one with the Carl Fredericks one. Um. And he's against Jeff Cobb, and that's in a singles match. So, you know, they're, they're obviously expecting big things from this guy. Yeah, he was in the uh, the 12th Young Lions Cup League in 2019. Yeah, yeah, which was kind of like the last hurrah for that class because then Shoto went to the UK, Ren Narita Ashibata to go to the LA Dojo, um, and then, yeah, Suji and Yuya Umura hung around because they were still newer Young Lions. But... um. But yeah, no, it's cool. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's, is it being aired or is it on fire? Is it on New Japan World? I don't know, but. It doesn't say, it doesn't say here on NJPW 1972. But, you know, it's cool for, there's, there's obviously fans in New Zealand, you know, that haven't had a show. I don't know if they've ever had a show. If not, they've certainly not had one because of the pandemic. So. Well, they know. did, uh, they did New Japan Southern Showdown in Melbourne in 2019. Yeah, I mean Melbourne, but that's Australia. It's a different, it's a different country, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's you know, this. I think it's the same that, idea, right? That, yeah, yeah. Bringing that, New Japan over there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be happy when they're back to London. Selfishly, obviously, right? <laughs> but hey, at least I'm getting, uh, I'm getting Ishi at um, RevPro. There you go. I'm getting, uh, getting nothing. I'm getting uh, uh, full gear. You get full gear? That's a big deal. Man. Full gear? Yeah, man. New Japan guys showing up in new on AEW cards, pay-per-views all the time. Maybe. No complaints from me, man. Look, it's the last busy weekend of the year for me in the food, t- food truck industry. I got to make that Skrilla, son. Go out with a bang. No Something better, like that. No better way to end it than, than full gear, man. I guess. No, there's definitely, you know, like a new, any, 
a new Japan show would be nice, you know, if I if I if I didn't have to work this weekend. I was about to say, yeah, you've got shows, you just can't make it, unfortunately, man. But yeah, nice no, last this is the last busy weekend for me, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Um but yeah, like I said, it's been a, a quiet couple of weeks for New Japan because they're working their way through this TV tournament, building up to the the big end of the tour in Osaka. Um we wanted to make a conscious effort to try and get this shit running consistently every two weeks. Even if we have nothing to talk about, we'll still, we'll still be rocking up. Yeah. I think we did a good job. Look, it's, you know, you gotta, for those who aren't watching new Japan on the regular, like this is a perfect time for you to jump in on this show. Uh, the bread club on Fightful overbooked, fightfuloverbooked.com. you know, get your feet wet. Uh, I think me and Kieran do a fantastic job of kind of catching you up on the players and what's important and, Now's a great time. If you were gearing up for Wrestle Kingdom, like this is the perfect time to jump in. Battle Autumn is going to be a great uh, mm-hmm. appetizer, and it's going to lead you right into the World Tag League and the Junior Tag League, and and you know you're going to get to know a lot of the players going into Wrestle Kingdom, and we'll see how the card unfolds. So, have you? Um, because the last time we recorded, it wasn't on New Japan World, and it took horribly lot ro- horribly long. But uh, Royal Quest is now on New Japan World. Have you checked it out or are you not bothered on because of the fact I, like three weeks late? I have. I only watched the tag match. Okay, cool. That's fair. What did you think? Uh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. I, I think it's if you're a, if you're a wrestler or a wrestling fan that enjoys like tag team wrestling, like. Go out of your way. Like, no fucking weird tribalism. I don't only watch the WWE or only watch AEW. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Just watch fucking good wrestling. Like, it's it's unbelievable. I, I'm, I'm, I probably won't rewatch it, to be honest. I very I, I don't rewatch much wrestling that often. Um, I, I skip through to try spot myself, obviously. Um, what a fucking mark. <laughs> um, I rewatched a couple of matches, like I rewatched Gabriel Kidd versus Dan Maloney and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's cool to you know because the hype was so much before the match, and then the match happened, and everyone's that's there live has bigged it up to the extreme. And then unfortunately, it took like two weeks for it to be uploaded. So the fear is by the time it gets uploaded, that people kind of have moved on to the next big thing in wrestling that they don't give a shit. The hype has died down, and you know most people know the result now as well. It's not as exciting as watching it live whether you're there in person or you're streaming it. I thought uh I thought New Japan and Kevin Kelly and Dax and and Cash did uh and the Aussie Open guys on social media like when when the news came out that this was going to drop like I thought they did a great job promoting it. It was it was all over my my timeline and the Wizards timeline and you know, I think they created they generated a good buzz. I think a lot of people were excited for the match regardless of knowing the outcome. Yeah, they the wrestlers themselves promoted the hell out of it, and that's just because they were seemingly it was like they were so up for it, and they were just all so excited, and they knew they had something special beforehand, and then they got a reaction from the crowd and the reaction online afterwards that just cemented everything they knew. Um, so yeah, they they were they were promoting the hell out of it on social media, weren't they? Yeah, Will Osprey is like the biggest the biggest cheerleader for Aussie Open, and it's uh it's such cool. a great thing. It's he's such I know he's a prick. That's his character. Um, but man, he, he is like online. He is so fucking genuine and, and nice when w- promoting Aussie open and, and Francisco and TJP and, and he just doesn't, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. You know, yes, he has those dick posts where he's like, you know, 
top wrestler in the world and he shows like a graph with all like his top <laughs> you know what he's allowed to do that because because he didn't rank himself the top wrestler in the world some wrestling journalist did but he's he's great he's he's their biggest cheerleader and and you love to see the guys supporting each other it's great yeah i see him on the so obviously that happened on the saturday night and on the sunday morning as i'm heading into the venue i saw will osprey and we had a quick chat um and he was like what did you think of the match last night and everything and i was like I was like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, he's, he's like, best fucking match I've ever seen. Like, he was just over the moon. Like, I, he must be, it, you like, we've, I, we've probably spoken about it before. Aussie Open were definitely meant to be in New Japan years ago and just everything was against them. Um, and, you know, when I interviewed Will Ospreay as well, he was like, I was like, I've been waiting for them so to go to Japan for so fucking long. And he was like, you and me both, man. Like, he's obviously been trying to pull that trigger for him by himself for so fucking long. Like, I'm so excited for them to finally. This Battle Autumn show as well, the fact that they're on the card, they're finally going to be in Japan after three years probably later than they should have been. I'm so happy for them. Yeah, And it got the big old five stars. From Uncle Dave? Mm-hmm. That's one funny. and only. Casually having conversations with Will Ospreay. It was only for like a minute. Like he's One more minute than I've talked to him. <laughs> it happened to... It was just lucky timing that he happened to be there as I was walking past. So Rubbing shoulders with Jay White. Fucking rubbing, it, rubbing it in my face, Kieran. Oh, no, I don't know what to tell you, man. Just they, they love me. They love yeah, me. yeah. Look, look, you're a lovable feller. <laughs> you got that British charm. Not like I, uh, this rude I, American over here. I booked my Rev Pro tickets today on the back of Zack Sabre Jr. coming back. My fiance loves Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, did, um, you, did you buy the tickets from Zack Sabre Jr. too? <laughs> 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 uh, I wish. Question: sixty pound. I don't know. Uh, let's, 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 don't tell me. The conversion rate is horrible. It's going to be like sixty-five dollars. Sixty-seven seventy-two. Yeah, to be precise. I mean, I don't get like great seats because it's York Hall and it's you're kind of on top of it. Um, and I've been there, going there since like 2014, 2015 So, I. I can know where to pick my seats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm not judging. I was just curious. Yeah, no, I think like front row is like maybe 50 or 60 pound and we're in like row hey. four or five or something like that. What's up, Nelly? What are you doing? Say hi to Kieran. Go ahead. Go on. Say Irish. Put your little ears up. We really, she, she, she really should be part of the logo, shouldn't she? Oh, little Nelly. No, she shouldn't. <laughs> She's usually pretty good. She hasn't been up here in a while. Let me. I'm just gonna throw this out here. Mm-hmm. All right, Naito, Osprey. Mm-hmm. Mum's been the word. What's a, what's what's up with Kota Ibushi? You know what? What? When was it? After a match, I was like, I wonder if Ibushi might come out now. I was like. I'm not sure if maybe it was when Jay White beat Tamatonga or something. There was just a moment where that you knew someone was obviously going to come out, and I was like, I wonder if this could be Ibushi. But yeah, you're right. Like he he's, he's still posting on social media and stuff. Like there's pictures of him work, people, other people he's working out with are posting pictures of Ibushi. Like he's still clearly being fit and doing everything he always does. But yeah, no. Um, I thought maybe Wrestle King, the end of Wrestle Kingdom. Like whoever, you kind of got to think Okada's winning that match. Uh, I hate to. Uh, no, I'm with, I but, am with you. I unfortunately feel the same way. Yeah, but like, you know, the, if they want to go the route of someone coming out at the end of Wrestle Kingdom to challenge, which I'm personally not a fan of, like just end your biggest show of the year clean, 
Right. Um, but yeah, if there was a moment for Ibushi to come back and it would be against Okada and Okada said he's got a title shot waiting for him because of the G1 and how that finished and everything, that's kind of... That'd be a big fucking moment for Ibushi to come back. But yeah, like, is he even going to come back? Like, right, no, you know, it's still up in the air. But I also think, like, Battle Autumn, either of those guys, you yeah, know, I mean, front to winner to set up his big return at Wrestle his, Kingdom. His, his history of Naito is huge. Obviously, like, you know, the main event of Wrestle Kingdom against each other. Um, more so Naito and Ibushi than Ibushi Osprey. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's potentially, like, you know, this show and then wherever they're doing the World Tag League Finals will be their two big shows to set storylines in motion for uh, Wrestle Kingdom now. So, yeah, it's it's not impossible, but it's kind of, he has, not in a mean way, but he has kind of been forgotten about in the sense that he's kind of out of sight, out of mind now. Yeah, which might be, uh, might that might, it makes the return so much better. Oh my god, what a bad it'd be huge. It'd be like Teton joining the LIJ. And then like his music is cool as well because it does that little like it starts off slow and then it goes, oh whoa. And like and the crowd will lose their shit. They ain't gonna care if they're allowed to cheer or not. Yeah, and look, uh, uh, Naito's the best with his facials, so if he's mm. the fucking winner and that happens, he'll have some fucking the cat who just ate the canary smirk on his face. <laughs> yes, it'll be so amazing. It'll be great. It'll be great. You're, you're getting my hopes up and the hopes of every, all of the bread club watchers now, Matt. I mean, look, like you said, he's been out of sight, out of mind. Like, Wrestle Kingdom's the biggest show mm-hmm. of the year, right? Yeah. And Abushi, Abushi, at the end of the day, is one, it, he should be the one of the biggest superstars in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh. Um, and he definitely was on his way there before all the shenanigans. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what better place than to have him have a, his first match back than at Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, no, I like it as well. And then it kind of just makes the US title get the old Intercontinental vibes because that's very much an Intercontinental match and it would have been the second from top, you know, Ibushi versus Nakamura and stuff like that. And, you know, Jericho versus Naito. Um, it, it very much would fit the model of the Intercontinental title. I would like, not be against it. Yeah, no, that would that would that'd be amazing. I'll tell you, it's funny, before we, we wrap this up, I know we didn't have a ton to talk about. Um, you bring up the Intercontinental title. We do a segment on the Shining Wizards Wrestling podcast called Down the Aisle, where mm-hmm. we will randomly pick a like a show and just go through the card and then see where that takes us. All right, cool. Um, so we do something with our Patreon supporters where if you're at a certain level, uh, you you're in a drawing every month. We pick a winner, and that winner gets to be part of the show. Um, whether it's sitting in an interview or play one of our games or whatever. So they picked to do it down the aisle and it was the um, Jersey all pro wrestling, new Japan pro wrestling joint show that took place where they had the first round of the IWGP intercontinental tournament. Wow. (laughs) Here in New New Jersey, like 25 minutes from where I live. And it was, and it was like 12 years ago. It was just before we started doing the podcast and I'd been out of wrestling for so long. And we went back and we looked over the card and I was like, I can't believe this was fucking 25 minutes from my house. I think like, I'm just looking now. So round one MVP, MVP versus Okada, uh, Josh Daniels versus Tetsu Naito, Dan Math versus Toriano, Hideo Saito versus Yujiro Takashi. And I also, I think, uh, I think, um, 
Devitt and Taguchi wrestled like low-key and somebody else in a tag match, too. <laughs> wow. It was insane. Kenny Omega, low-key was a match because uh, they did like Jersey, New York, Philadelphia. It was yeah. Like a week of the, it, was, it was a bonkers fucking show. It's so cool to look back at stuff like that because you're like, imagine that show today that sells out. It's so that sells so many tickets so fast, and back then it's taken for granted. It's always the way, isn't it? Oh, it's it's a, I'm it's like it sickens me. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. I know. It, it, I've seen looked back at shows I've missed and stuff like that, or just could stumbled across. Like, yeah, no, I'll see like a show that Red Pro have done, and it was in like front of time two hundred people, and it's got like half of the new Japan roster on it, and it's because we've taken it for granted before the pandemic because they was here all the time. Yeah, and now I'm like, you know. Yeah, like El Fantasmo versus Will Ospreay, like in the middle of the card, because it wasn't even a main event yet, even though they're still fucking killing it. Yeah, here were the other matches on the card. Homicide and Loki against Jushin Thunder Liger and Tiger Mask. Kojima versus Kenny Omega. Apollo 55 and Bad Intentions against uh, Chaos, Davey Richards, Jado, Gato, and Nakamura. That, that Bad Intentions and Apollo 55 team rules. And uh, the 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 last match was Charlie Haas and Rhino against Tanahashi and Makabe. Fucking Charlie Haas and Rhino, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was uh, we need some WWE names on this card to try sell tickets to these US guys. I guess the, according to the Wikipedia page, there are eighteen hundred people are in the house for this. So it's a good card. That's it's a good. Fun. That's a good show. Yeah, it was a kick in the tits, man. Rhino is a draw. Right down the road, and I was—who <laughs> knows what I was doing? I wasn't at this show though. Nah, I mean, we we all missed the Intercontinental title desperately. Yes, yes, please, Okada, bring it back. Okada, Okada, don't give a shit about the Intercontinental title. He never held that sucker. But he, why? I mean, he—you know—the lineage. Bring it back, Okada. Use your fucking, yeah. use your superpowers. Yeah, use your fucking power, bro. <laughs> oh dear. Well, this has been a blast. Uh, Battle Autumn, November 5th, and we'll be back uh, right after that to uh, to come. Yeah, the day after, probably. It's on a Sunday, isn't it? Is it a Saturday or a Sunday? November 20th. November 5th, even. November 5th is a so Saturday. Okay, so we'll be back on the 7th, which is the Monday. And we'll be back on the Monday talking. Yeah, so there'll be lots of exciting stuff to talk about then. Oh, I hope so, man. I hope so. And we'll be talking about how Carl Anderson no-showed WWE in Saudi Arabia and he turned down all that money because he's in love with Japanese pro wrestling and he's just the beating heart of New Japan. So that's what you're going with? He's not, <laughs> you're, you're going with he's not showing up? I'm saying he's not showing up in Saudi Arabia. I'm joking. He's going to turn down that truckload of money and say, no, he can't do it in good faith. He's got to be good to New Japan. Yeah, I like that. They could also work it in. A, look, work it into an angle, man. Have the Judgment Night beat him up or whatever the fuck they're called. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Yeah. Beat him up. Someone changes airline ticket. Something goofy. <laughs> he thinks he's getting on a plane to Saudi Arabia and he ends up in Osaka. <laughs> yeah. Jokes on him. And, and Hickelow is waiting Ballard at the airport. <laughs> there you go. I just wrote it for you. Triple H. Finn Balor books Carl Anderson's flight. Carl ends up in Osaka as a favor to Hikuleo and the Bullet Club. Hikuleo is waiting at the airport, throws Carl Anson into a car, beats him up all the way to the venue. Too sweet, it baby. <laughs> Book it. We gotta get hold of Gato. Boom. This is this is money. Yeah, let's get his number. Work on it, Kieran. 
<laughs> Use your magical fingers on the interwebs. At Gado. Do you think that's his Twitter handle? Is it all in Japanese though? It definitely doesn't have Twitter. I want to read. I want to learn how to read Japanese. Oh hell yeah, man! It would make it make in watching Japanese pro wrestling so much more enjoyable. You think so? Yeah, maybe not reading, but understanding. I mean, you've listened. You've done nine shows with me. You think I'm bright enough <laughs> to pick up another language? Wait, we'll we'll work. We'll we'll start with the Stardom roster, and then we'll work our way up. Yes. <laughs> Give me some Noah guys too. I've watched a little Noah. Oh uh, yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I watched a bit of Noah this month as well. I'll butcher but this the- is this is bread. I say this is bread club because is in fucking Noah. <laughs> you you got to get him on the show. Breaking the bread apart. Oh, yeah, I don't think that's gonna. Why? Happen. I don't know. We'll send him all the. I'll send him all the bread, all the United States bread he wants. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's I'll it. That's I'll I'll try that DM, but I don't think I'll get very far. I'll send him the yeast. I'll send him everything. He can make his own bread. We'll just. I'm trying. Just get him on, literally, just to say, just to wave at the camera, and then he can go away. Yeah, I'm running. <laughs> literally. Um, maybe maybe we can work on that one. This is what we'll do, right? We'll do a roundtable. We'll get Gato. We'll get Kojima. <laughs> we'll see what Mood is up to. <laughs> right? We'll see. Come on, Nelly. Get out of here. Nelly. Nelly will be part Nelly, of it. Nelly will be there. Um, and then we'll just have like a roundtable discussion. That's it. That's what everyone's got to look forward to for episode 10 of the Bread Club. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to big, big time. Get Kevin Kelly. Kevin can be our liaison. Mm-hmm. Kelly can be our host. Yeah. Yes. It's great. Yeah. I'm sorted. Book episode 10 is going to be a big one i'm booking it right now <laughs> I'm working on it at jado on twitter <laughs> that's the wrong one you'll fucking get tamatonga you need gado not jado let's i'll get them both they won't be happy with that they that's hate okay. each other that's great great Be trying to get each other through the screens it'll make a good it'll make a good answer. yeah it'll be entertaining yeah maybe we'll get to see what hakushi's up to what the fuck's hakushi uh, uh, fuck. What's his Japanese wrestling name? Yeah, look it up. Hold on. Buffering, buffering, buffering. I'm like Haku. You don't just mean Haku. no, not Haku. Uh, Jinsei Shinzaki. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, okay. That was what we was called in WWE, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Then he was tag. He was tagging with Hayabusa against. Rob Van Dam and Sabu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get them all. We'll do a big, like, we'll connect the dots. We'll get Dick to go. You're right. not going to, there's going to be so many little squares on the screen. Ah, uh, I can only fit 10, but it'll be, it'll tell a great story. <laughs> I'll lay out for it. I'll just take myself out and listen. No, you got, you're, me and you got to be front and center controlling this. So I don't know if you can control Dick to go. He'll be some, he'll, he'll somehow grote you through the computer screen. Don't touch me. <laughs> you feel, keep your fucking hands off me <laughs> well this has been an unbelievable chat and great time again if you're looking to get into New Japan Pro Wrestling all our uh, episodes are in the archive over at Fightful Overbooked FightfulOverbooked.com and YouTube Fightful Overbooked uh, you can just throw in Bread Club Fightful Overbooked and all of our episodes will pop up uh, this is a great place to start though because Battle Autumn uh, coming off of uh, Declaration of Independence whatever <laughs> Whatever it was called. Of power. There you go. Uh, <laughs> New Japan's on the upswing. We're on our way to Wrestle Kingdom. Um, Kieran is on social media at Kieran RH93. 
on Twitter, and he's also doing wrestling at wrestling. Uh, the Noob Japan podcast is crushing it. Uh, it's a great way. Uh, if you're looking for more, you love the Bread Club. I need more of this. Go to wrestling at wrestling. Uh, Noob Japan podcast that Kieran does is fantastic. I sat in on an episode and uh, I did the Can Am uh, connection. No. Express. Yes. Fuck. You were the you were the expert. You were the enthusiast, and you can't even get the name right. Matt, Matt was on. Done the Canam Express with me. We've done Antonio and Oki recently. Uh, I've just recorded one on Ghost Shows. Aki. Speaking of Noah, um, yeah, just search Wrestle in wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah, and I am a part of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast at Wizards Podcast. We're live every Monday night on all forms of social media: YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch. Uh, at Wizards Podcast is our Twitter handle, and you could go to our. We have a link tree because we're fancy. Fucking no. You click the link tree and all the links come up and you could just watch mm. us. Uh, and we uh, we have a very interesting way of covering the world of professional wrestling. Uh, we usually have a guest every week. We have great interviews. Uh, November 21st, we celebrate 11 years as a podcast. Um, so you could tune in for that because we have decided we've picked two of our closest friends and supporters and they're going to put the show together for us. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> See what That's kind awesome. Of- what kind of car crash that uh, that turns out to be. So did check I, this out. Did I hear as well when you're going to be updating your link tree for the 11th anniversary and you're going to be adding OnlyFans to there as well? <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I'm still working on it. I didn't. I wasn't ready to announce that. <laughs> we got feet pics. We got belly button pictures. We got uh, pictures of me when I watch House of Torture matches, which are <laughs> horrifying. Uh, and it's all going to be at the Shining Wizards OnlyFans. Mm-hmm check that out maybe i'm even shave my beard horrifying my wife hates my face yeah so i feel no that. beard mm. will be no good no i got nothing else kieran you, 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 do really, I. You, you really crushed it with the only fans it's a <laughs> it's a quiet it's a quiet couple of weeks um but we're back we're gonna be consistent even if there's nothing to talk about the break club's still gonna be here every other week um yeah and Matt's and the rest of the Shining Wizards lads uh, at Wizards Podcast on Twitter, right? Yeah, man. At Wizards Podcast Twitter, um, we'll be opening that OnlyFans soon, uh, so you will hear about that first on Bread Club. Yes, definitely. Come here for the for the info, and then t- tune in for the the OnlyFans stuff over at the Wizards Podcast. It's been good. It's been fun. I'm looking forward to Narita versus Ishii Wednesday, a couple of days from now when we're recording. Cheering crowd too in Karakwen. It's going to be a hot one. And then, uh, most importantly, we've got Battle Autumn to look forward to, and then we're going to be back, and we're going to have a lot to talk about, because I'm sure there'll be lots of exciting uh, twists and turns on the road to Wrestle Kingdom at that show. Yeah, man. I'm super excited for it. Special thanks to Jeremy over at Fightful Overbooked for uh, for setting this up and, and giving us this platform, and hopefully you're enjoying everything that Fightful is doing. And please, if you're not, please subscribe, FightfulOverbooked.com, uh, Fightful.com, and uh, don't miss the Bread Club, because this is going to be like uh, every other week. We'll be up in your face with our bread. That's a great. That should be the finished tagline. You just that's it. We've got it. It took nine episodes, but we've got the tagline. Look, it's coming together, man. We got a logo. We had like a theme song for one week, and that. Got <laughs> but you know, there's more. But there's you know, there's other theme songs I can find. I could just play like the generic Streamyard music to to go out. What do you want, Kieran? We got feed the ducks. Into space, night driving. I mean, ducks. People feed the ducks bread. That it works. All right. We. I was like porn, dude. 
<laughs> it works with the OnlyFans oh too well. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Pride Club episode uh, nine. Please follow, rate, review, subscribe on Fightful, and we'll see you uh, in a couple weeks to talk battle on. Thank you.